recession-resistant real estate radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everybody, Brandon Cobb with HBG Capital. Thanks for tuning in. And in today's video, I want to go over exactly what you should be looking for if you're considering investing your money into somebody else's deal and being that completely hands-off passive investor. As you know, passive investments are only passive if if you don't have to put blood, sweat, and tears into it. And in order for that to happen, you're probably going to be investing your money into something else that somebody else is running. So it's very important that you're able to protect your investment. You really want to look at two things. One is you're looking at the operator or sponsor that you're entrusting your capital to. And two, you're looking at the deal. If either one of those things stinks, then you want to get out of that. So I want to show you all how to dive in today and look at that. And so I'm going to pull this up. So the first thing, let's talk about who you're dealing with. One, I'm a big fan of getting a background check on whoever, ask them for this information. I'll give it to you. They should. If they don't, I think that's a red flag. I've had people ask for my information to give a background check on me, and I'm happy to do that. That is by far one of the best things that you can do. I've done this with contractors too. Back when we were hiring builders, before we would uh, hire a builder, before we became a builder, we would check into their background and we wanted to see just all the juicy stuff. And we were very surprised at a lot of the things that we found out about some of these contractors. So very important. Get a background check on them. Also, check their company background out, right? You know, if they don't have some kind of packet like this set up where they can introduce themselves to you, you know, this is what everybody gets on our, uh, our investors list when they potentially invest in, but you know, basically company facts, you know, what's our mission statement? Um, you know, who are the owners of the company? Uh, you know, what do we do? Right. You know, you should know exactly what the person or company or organization that you're investing in does on a daily basis. And you should know what their advantages are. You know, one of our big advantages is we're vertically integrated. You know, we've got a sales acquisition arm. We don't rely on other people to go find deals. We find everything off market. That way, if things get too competitive on the MLS, we're not worried about it. We're not worried about agents and other people sending us deals. We find our own deals. We also are an in-house licensed general contractor, so we don't have to worry about a builder going under or biting off more than you can chew or retiring. And all of a sudden, our whole portfolio and our investors' portfolio is at risk. We don't want that. We want to control everything in-house. And then finally, we have the capital raising thing in-house. So we are vertically integrated. Everything is managed in-house. That reduces risk and it allows us to do these things, get in and out of these houses and assets a lot quicker because the builder's not making a fee. The builder only makes money when the assets sell. So the investor's incentivization is directly aligned with the builders. Another thing you want to look at is if they're promising they have some kind of licenses, look it up, right? What are their certifications? So we show everyone that we are a uh, licensed uh, and bonded general contractor in Tennessee. We're approved to do up to $1.2 million per structure. And we don't just go off licenses. You want to make sure they're active. So Ask to see their active and statement at the, you usually you can go like to the Secretary of State's website or you can verify. Tennessee has a verify.tennessee.gov where you can actually verify the license of a contractor. This is pretty cool. So, uh, and then looking at a lot of the past deals that they've done, right? So project history is huge. 
So you want to, you want to have like a whole section that is set up where everything is broken down. So not just addresses, but what you want to be looking at, this thing will open up is you want to see addresses, but like when did they purchase it? When did they sell it? Um, you know, what was the construction cost? What was the purchase amount? You're looking for equity in here. And so that's really important. You want to make sure that they've got a good background and they've done a lot of these things because if they haven't, then you want to be very weary of that. Let's uh, So let's dive into this. So that's just kind of like how to identify the person, right? What are some of the things that I'm looking for? Always meet with them and trust your gut. Your gut rarely does you wrong. Get a lot of interaction with this person. Have multiple meetings with them. Just kind of feel them out and see what kind of vibe you get. That has always served me very well. So let's talk about the deal. So... I'm going to look at this. I'm going to break this deal down. So these are eight homes that we're building. We bought the land for a million. Here's the build costs. We've got some operational costs built in there. The closing costs, agent fees, interest payments. So we got the total project cost here. So here's something interesting. A lot of people will just send someone the construction, uh, vertical construction and land costs and go, bang, you know, here's all my costs for this project. Look at how much equity is in it. Isn't this a great deal? And there's a lot more that goes into it. I like to underwrite deals and look at deals based on what is the gross profit going to be compared to the sales price of the homes? And can you prove it? So let's do that. Let's dive into this exact thing right here. And on this, basically, we're expecting you know roughly $4.2 million in revenue when we sell the homes. And the net profit is going to be somewhere around $948,000. So you're, you're right at like, what is that? Something between 17, 18, 19%, somewhere around those. We try to do it very conservatively. And again, that's after all your costs are paid on this deal. So you want to have a good buffer. So what, what price would the homes have to go down to? What kind of hit would the homes have to take before your principal starts getting affected? So if you're all in costs on these homes are 3.2 million dollars. Um, I don't know what that is divided by eight. What is that? 400,000. So the price of these homes would have to go from 525 to 400 in that like eight, nine month period. Pretty substantial drop, especially given the area and the conservative underwriting. So speaking of conservative underwriting, let's look at that next. So if you're looking at this deal, you want to make sure that you've got a budget and you've got comps. So let's dive into that. And again, you want to see the budget too. Actually, you know what? Let's jump into the budget first. Because that's pretty important to take a look at. So when this person is created creating a budget, you want to see all the itemizations on here. So what does every single thing cost down to the penny? And this is going to give you a lot of insight into how structured and organized this person is. And it doesn't matter if it's an apartment complex or, or a, a, a rental or a flip or a new construction project. You want to make sure you've got this budget and we like to put buffers on all of our budgets. So make sure that they've got this filled out and double check everything, right? You know, maybe ask somebody else in the market, uh, that's, you know, doing something similar. Like, Hey, would you check this out and just make sure that this is actually true and this is good because you don't want crazy, crazy numbers. You know, if somebody's got $80,000 listed on the foundation or something crazy, like that's going to be a red flag for me. Uh, and then comps. So. If I've got these exit prices right here, you know, based on like 525,000, where's the proof? Show me that this is going to sell for 525,000, right? 
even if they're offering you a great return on investment, if you can't get your capital back, that's a big problem. So how are you going to get your, your capital back? So let's look at that. So if you go down, I click comps. I've already got them up right here. But the first comp was this home right here. So definitely bigger, right? 2,234 square feet versus 1,859. This is a bigger comp. It's also got an extra bed. It's also got uh, an extra bath in it. And you'll notice it's over 625. Now, this one's a little bit different because it has downtown views. So it's not a direct comp, but it gives us an idea of what is selling in this neighborhood, which is important because when you look at this neighborhood right here, where we're going to be, where we're building these homes, you can see there is a ton of new construction going on. I mean, this would be a lot that doesn't have any new construction going on. And you can see that these lots have two. So this whole neighborhood has been zoned for, for more density. The city wants to see density here. They want to change this neighborhood. I mean, there's just, there are tons of houses over here just going up left and right. This is fantastic. You want to see this. You want lots of new construction. We like to invest in areas that are changing. There's developing. There's already a lot of construction there because by the time that our homes get built, it's a different neighborhood. It's more desirable, which increases the value. We like to have that additional layer of security in everywhere we're building. So we've got a ton of projects going on in this area, and this is one of the reasons why we like to build in this area. All right, next comp. So here's here. Let's go. This one's smaller, right? Three bed, three bath home, seven hundred sixty-eight square feet. Sold for four hundred eighty thousand. That was back in August. Really nice product. You can see what I'm really looking at here is it went on the market, and we pull MLS data. Be wary of Zillow. Um, always go by the MLS and double check everything because it doesn't necessarily mean data is accurate just because you're checking Zillow. But you can see that they, you know, first started at 485 and then they, they pumped it up. They made a mistake, I guess. And, uh, they changed the price again. Uh, what went down a percent? I'm not sure what they did, but pending sell. So went on the market. Uh, they changed the price on the 14th, two weeks later or what 12 days later. It was under contract. Wow. That is fast. Let's look at the other one real quick. Went on the market on 820, under contract the next day. Holy crap. These houses are flying off the market. Let's look at this one. This one's about near the same uh, square footage, right? $495,000. Went on the market for, what is this? Listed for sale 811 and pending. <laughs> it went under contract the same day. This is... This is the twilight zone, right? This is crazy. This is a hysterical real estate market. It will not be like this forever. But I want to be in areas like this. I want to see products moving very, very quickly. And I want to see it moving. Usually we, we aim for 30 days or less, and it's just nuts. Most of our products are sold within a week and, and far above asking price. So this is a great way to measure whether or not your product's going to move and you're going to be able to get your capital out of somebody else's investment if you're making a passive investment in these projects. So always do your research on the person. Always do your research on the asset itself and make sure that those two things line up, feel them out. That way you do not have any uh, any uh-ohs down the road. Uh, and if you'd like to learn more about investing in these specific types of projects and these specific types of areas secured by real estate and getting completely hands-off passive income, feel free to reach out to us, send us an email, go to our website, hbgcapital.net. We'd love to sit down with you and have a one-on-one -on -one and explore more into what you're looking for and if we might be able to help. Till next time.